0: Welcome to Expert Opinion, the branding business forum where leaders share their views, insights and experiences from the world of B2B branding. And now, here's your host. Welcome to Expert Opinion. I'm Andrea Fabri and today's show takes a look at what companies must consider to build an effective brand for the investment community. Today's guest is Jeff Matika. Jeff is a senior investor relations counsel with over two decades of experience in building uh, brands for the investment community. Uh, uh, Jeff is the president of the JMSC Group, and over his career, he has assisted a variety of companies with investor relations matters, including Facebook, Pixar Animation Studios, Tesla Motors, metro Mayor, Intelsat, Juniper Networks, just to mention a few. He has counseled his clients through IPOs, mergers and acquisitions, proxified business transformation and uh, ongoing positioning of companies to the investment community. Jeff, welcome to Expert Opinion. Thanks, Andre. Great to be here. I appreciate you having me. Excellent. All right, Jeff, Uh, let's start with a simple um, yet very important question. How do investors think about brands today?
1: It's a good question. Uh, brands are critically important to investors. They represent uh, value, they represent market position, competitive strength, all very important matters to the investment community, but how you measure that value isn't so easy. Uh, brands are an intangible asset. They're difficult for investors to quantify. Uh, there are academic studies out there that show that brands could be as much as 5 to 7% of a company's valuation, but that's primarily guesswork and research across a broad base of companies. Still, not an insignificant uh, uh, amount to an investor. And in an IPO or a merger and acquisition situation, uh, these are good examples of where a strong or up-and-coming brand could be a huge uh, 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 selling point. And I could offer you a couple of quick examples there. One is the Tesla Motors IPO from a few years ago. Tesla's a huge success today, uh, but people probably don't remember there was a lot of concern about the IPO. There was; uh, We were in the midst of a deep recession. Their cars were hugely expensive, there were challenges in scaling the company, uh, potential major composition, uh, competition from automakers like Chevy and Nissan, uh, but the brand had buzz. The product was aspirational, even for wealthy investors looking at the IPO, and you know, the company and its team took advantage of that. They built important branding elements into the story uh, that was told on the roadshow, from brand attributes to testimonials to product imagery. These were all central to how we told the story. And while you can't measure the value of a brand in the eyes of investors in that scenario, it was certainly a big success um, in selling the IPO. Uh, On the other side, you look at a company today like Yahoo. Uh, Yahoo's in a sale process, lots of concern about their future. And their stock for a long period has traded uh, roughly at a value consistent with the value of its ownership in Alibaba, which would normally be a suggestion that investors don't think much of the core business prospects looking forward uh, but investors know very well that Yahoo is still one of the biggest names and properties on the web, and it'll be interesting to watch because the value Yahoo ultimately and in- fetches in the market will be in some measure due to the power of the brand they've built.
0: Well, that's, uh, that's very, very interesting. Uh, so you know when, when you and I met um, many, many years ago, uh, we I was on the corporate side. You were with an investor relations firms, and uh, you were helping my corporations with uh, our IPO at the time so one question that i have is are brands more or less of a focus to investors uh... that today than in the past in other words uh, maybe looked at it differently what's changed
1: well it doesn't seem all that long ago that we were working together but apparently yeah. you know, <laughs> apparently it has been um, but a lot's changed in that time i think uh... you know brands have always been important to investors but i think they're more important than ever today and there are a few reasons for that i think first Investor communications are much more regulated today. I think a lot of people are familiar with Regulation FD. Um, as a result of that, uh, it's a lot more difficult for investors to pull incremental quantitative insights out of companies. Uh, so what they do is they put a lot more focus on intangibles than they ever have. And as we've already talked about, brands are major intangibles. So uh, a strong brand adds to their comfort levels. Uh, it's a valuable selling point for investors or analysts in recommending or investing in a company. Um, secondly, I'd say the proliferation of media, especially social media and the, avail- the availability of speedy broadband to help carry news at lightning speed. Um, consumers have a true voice today and they use it. They vote on brands every day on every good or bad experience. We've all read reviews on Yelp. Uh, this is uh, kind of new for investors. Investors are trained to react quickly to changing perceptions. If you consider crisis situations like Chipotle that, that can be brand-threatening and think about how quickly stock prices react in those situations, you get an idea. Um, you know, On the flip side, changing market values in turn can also uh, radically change consumer perceptions of brand health. I think it's important to remember now that investing is mainstream. Consumers are much more sophisticated about the markets than they ever have been, and so that in turn makes stock prices in a, in a lot of ways a barometer of brand health and perception. And then I think the final thing I'd say on, on this question is that markets today are also very different. We're many years into a long, slow recovery from deep recession. Uh, there's much more trading volume in the market today. A lot of high-frequency trading investors and, and short-term-minded investors who make rapid decisions on stocks and, and create a lot of volatility. Uh, on top of that, many of these investors haven't performed well, especially in the last year or so. So um, this is a time when a lot of investors look for uh, less risk, um, and that will turn them to intangibles like strong brands that convey safety, strength, and, and can be a safe haven in rocky markets.
0: Oh, that's, uh, that's good to hear from, <laughs> from, what, from what I do <laughs> for a living. <laughs> um, as uh, a professional like myself or a chief marketing officer or a director of marketing for a company, as the person builds a brand, How important is Wall Street or financial community in building a brand?
1: Well, I'm going to be a little biased here, but I would say it's more important than some people might think. Um, I'm a believer that strong brands need to speak to all stakeholders. I find in my investor relations work that financial audiences often aren't top of mind with marketers. It's not that marketers don't get their importance. Um, it's more that it's not an audience that they touch every day. You think even structurally within companies. Companies have specific functions and people to deal exclusively with the investment community. Um, but investors, as, as we know, are increasingly important in determining and reflecting perceptions of brands in the marketplace on a real-time basis. and. Ultimately, um, any business is in business to build value, and the markets measure that value. They're the barometer, in many respects. So uh, they're integrated into the brand equation, uh, whether um, people are focused on them or not.
0: Yeah. So w- what 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 matters to them? What matters to uh, to, to Wall Street? What matters to financial investors? Um, you know, what what are the aspects of a brand that need to be communicated? Aside from,
1: you know, the obvious in terms of the strength of the brand, the value that it has with consumers and and the, uh, uh, you know, revenue and profits it generates, a, a brand needs for investors, and some of this is I think might sound a little obvious, but for investors it, it plays into some important principles. First, a brand, since a brand communicates what you do, it needs to do that very clearly and simply. Um, it, it needs to communicate what the company stands for beyond just what it sells. And while that may, again, sound obvious, I think for financial audiences it's critically important because investors ultimately, um, perhaps not ultimately, but investors prize clarity and they prize simplicity. And uh, just like a customer at a grocery store scanning a shelf, investors are often comparing hundreds of companies. If they don't understand your story quickly uh, at a fundamental level, it's easy for them to move on. So I think that's very important. I think... um, uh, consistency is important. I think that, uh, investors, um, you know, market mark valuations ebb and flow. Um, consistency uh, in brand communication is extremely important in terms of talking to your customers. And I think it's important in reinforcing with investors because they tend to, uh, their fortunes and their um, uh, uh, moods tend to rise and fall on what the stocks they own are doing in the marketplace. And that can affect their perception of a brand. So staying consistent, reinforcing your messages with the investment community can be very important. And then I would also add um, credibility to the list. So, um, and I think this is the single most important thing that investors care about. Um, companies today don't give investors uh, most of the information they want, uh, so their ability to trust what they're getting and to trust the people delivering the messages and is fundamental. Um, investors people don't often think about this but investors get to know your CEO and CFO of your company better than just about anyone uh, they're very perceptive judges of character when you think about your brand your brand doesn't just sell products it often identifies a culture or a way of doing business so if you get away from that the damage to your valuation could be tremendous I think you look at plenty of examples out there Volkswagen being a great recent one they betrayed a trust that was central to their brand and the investors reacted quickly and decisively so how they rebuild that trust, not just with consumers but with the financial community, will go a long way toward determining whether the brand damage was temporary or irreparable.
0: That, that's true, and and what I noticed uh, over just my my professional career is, you know, the valuation of a company can change, but uh, brands, if they strive for consistency, if they maintain uh, a good. Uh, An effective uh, communications with their audiences that is consistent, that is constantly focused on growth, at least as a vis-à-vis the, inspe- the, uh, the the investors, then um, then that creates uh, a very stable foundation for 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 the company. To be able to communicate value to the investment community and navigate uh, perilous, uh, you know, nav- navigate perilous times, you know, and, and that's something that we always uh, advise our our management teams when we will brands for the for for the company.
1: Um, I think that's very important. In particular, that long term inconsistency consistency is important because ultimately, you know, folks are focused on what stocks are doing in the market every day. But the investor relations leaders and the executives and any Any public company, what they're most focused on is your largest long-term oriented shareholders. They're focused on building a base of owners of the company that are there for the long-term that will ride through the ups and downs of the stock price because they believe in the company. And believing in the brand is a big part of that. So these are the people that they spend the most time cultivating. They build and sustain the value of your company and they're going to, they're going to see that consistency in your message and they're going to reward you for it. Uh, also, importantly, there are also great sources of, of feedback uh, in terms of how your brand's perceived, not only among the investment community but among, a, uh, among other constituencies um, because uh, investors, interestingly enough, they're out talking to the retailers selling your products. They're talking to your competitors. They're talking to anyone they can get insights from. So in some cases, they often may know what's
0: going on with your brand before you do. Yeah, it's so true. I wanted to ask you um you mentioned earlier social media social media has brought in uh an element of uh, unpredictability and at times volatility uh to brand management um you know for many years brand management was all about controlled and a controlled experience now in, with the social media in the social media world that control is pretty much gone, and it's uh, very much about entertaining and engaging in conversations. How is um, uh, How are investors accounting for that element of volatility, uh, and what role can the brand play to counterbalance that volatility?
1: So that's a great question. I think um, on the first half of it, I think what we have to think about is that markets move on information stocks trade on incremental information that provides a, a piece of new insight into the potential future prospects of the company that's how stocks values values get determined and so i think what social media is done by giving customers a voice by helping spread information more rapidly sometimes incorrect information over reactions miscalculations that can cause greater volatility in stock prices um, and ultimately in brand perception you know, in terms of how you uh, how investors manage that, um, they're looking ultimately for companies one true source of, of correct information. So that puts the onus on marketers on companies to step up, not only when their brands threatened but also in normal times to make sure they're communicating again, as we talked about earlier, at a very consistent level. Uh, continuing to reinforce that narrative, that story to what the brand's about. And from a Wall Street perspective, if you have an investor that believes in your brand, that believes in your stock, that's going to be very reassuring to them, and over time will help smooth out those uh, uh, day-to-day uh, volatility issues that can be caused in the media.
0: Excellent. Well, Jeff, uh, I don't have any more questions. Um, I don't know if you have any sort of uh, uh You have an opportunity to offer some practical tips uh, to our listeners, although you've covered already quite a few. But if you have some additional practical advice for people uh, building brands and how to uh, integrate the investor relations uh, dimensions into brand building, um, do you have any, um, do you have any advice there? Sure. I'm thinking of a few things. I mean, we've already talked about uh, consistency and
1: credibility, and, and how important those things are. But I think if you if you start with the old mantra of know your customer, in in this case, the financial community, uh, the financial community in many ways is, I would say, sort of the ultimate dispassionate arbiter. They're taught not to get emotional about the companies they buy and sell. Um, and of course, uh, everyone likes to believe that the markets are ruth- ruthlessly efficient, but you know they're an audience you can't sell to in the same way you do your customers partners and employees and, and other stakeholders so it's important to understand this up front uh, it's important to understand that investors don't often do what you want them to uh, but on the other hand it's also important to understand that they're human uh, they do become believers in what you're selling and we do know that brands are important to them we've talked about that here especially with your largest long-term focus shareholders so Those are some important things to think about in terms of approaching or thinking about Wall Street from a branding perspective, in terms of specifics and and capitalizing uh, on uh, how best to build a brand with Wall Street. Um, To me, uh, other than the things we've talked about, it's really about making sure you're factoring the Wall Street constituency into your decision-making when you're building a brand, when you're rebranding. You know, we talked about investors, talk to everyone about your company. They have lots of insights to offer. And then I think from a a structural perspective, it's important to include investor relations functions uh, with some sort of seat at the table in the process because they're the ones who can reflect that feedback, can reflect that insight from the financial community, um, and and that's frankly just good business anyway, right, because it enables companies to function better together in understanding and reaching all of their constituencies in a consistent and credible way.
0: Excellent. Well, Jeff, uh, thanks so much for uh, uh, for your all-precious insights, and thanks for being part of Expert Opinion, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Andrea. I enjoyed it.